Saturday was silent, surely it was through. Since when has impossible ever stopped you? Disappointment, Sunday's empty tune. Since when has impossible ever stopped you? This is the sound of dry bones rattling. This is the praise make a dead man walk again. Open the grave, I'm coming out. I'm gonna live, gonna live again. This is the sound of dry bones rattling. Pentecostal fire stirring something new. You're not gonna run out of miracles anytime soon. Aren't you glad? Resurrection power runs in my veins too. I believe there's another miracle here in this room. Yeah, this is the sound of dry bones rattling. This is the praise make a dead man walk again. Open the grave. Open the grave. I'm coming out. I'm going to live, going to live again. This is the sound of dry bones rattling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now listen to this. Ezekiel 37 out of the Message Bible says, the verse one says, God grabbed me. Everybody say, God grabbed me. God's Spirit took me up and set me down in the middle of an open plain with bones. And the, God asked Ezekiel a question. He said, can these bones live? And Ezekiel said, well, you know. And God said to Ezekiel, prophesy and decree Dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. And so to this morning, we've come to, to, to declare and to decree a thing and see it established in the earth realm. And whatever you're going through today, we speak life to the power of God in your life. Come on. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your word today. Yay. Father, we worship you. This is the sound of dry bones rattling. Well, this is the praise. This is the praise. Make a dead man walk again. Open the grave. Open the grave. I'm coming out. I'm going to live, going to live again. Open the grave. I'm coming out. I'm going to live, going to live again. Open. Open the grave. I'm coming out. I'm gonna live, gonna live again. This is the sound of dry bones rattling. Yeah. So, Father, we just invite your presence and your power in this room today. Father, we we throw back resistance. We push back any uh, attack of the enemy today. We say greater is he on the inside of us than he that's in the world. 
Father, we press in today. We thank you for breakthrough today. We declare life and life more abundantly. We say live. Live. Dry bones hear the word of the Lord. Live. 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 Dry bones hear the word of the Lord. Live. 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 Dry bones hear the word of the Lord. Live. 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 Dry bones hear the word of the Lord. This is the sound of dry bones rattling. This is the praise. This is the praise. Make a dead man walk again. Yeah. Open the grave. I'm coming out. I'm gonna live, gonna live again. Open the grave. I'm coming out. I'm gonna live, gonna live again. Open the grave. I'm coming out. I'm gonna live, gonna live again. This is the sound of dry bones rattling. Yeah. Hallelujah. Come on, give him a praise. Come on, you need to shake off the mess you've been going through today. Come on, you need to shake it loose. Come on, shake it loose. We're here to praise our God. And you should come into the house of the Lord excited, ready to receive something new. Well, resurrection power flows in my veins too, and it flows in your veins. And today we celebrate the risen king. Come on, I said we celebrate the risen king. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we worship you and we praise you today. Hallelujah. All praise is our weapon Silence is the enemy Let praise be a weapon that silences the enemy Let praise be the weapon that conquers all anxiety Let it rise Let praise arise Yay, we sing your name in the dark and it changes everything. Yay, we sing with all we are and claim your victory. So let it rise. Let praise arise. Let it rise. We'll see you break down every wall. We'll watch the giants fall. For fear cannot survive when we praise you. The God of breakthroughs on our side forever lifts him high. With all creation cry, God, we praise you. Oh, we praise you. song that overcomes the rage and sea let faith be the song that calms the storm inside of me let it rise let faith, let faith arise come on we'll see you we'll see you break down every wall we'll watch the giants fall 
fear cannot survive when we praise you. The God of breakthroughs on our side, forever lift him high. With all creation cry, God, we praise you. This is what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you. We praise you. This is what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you. We praise you. This is what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. Come on. We praise you. We praise you. This is what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you. We praise you. We'll see you break down every wall. We'll watch the giants fall. For fear cannot survive when we praise you. The God of breakthroughs on our side. We lift you up. Forever lift him high. With all creation. With all creation cry, God, we praise you. We'll see you break down every wall. We'll watch the giants fall. For fear cannot survive when we praise you. The God of breakthroughs on our side. Forever lift him high. With all creation cry, God, we praise you. And oh, we praise you. Oh, we praise you. Oh, we praise you. Oh, we praise you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. King of kings and Lord of lords, you're worthy of it all. Oh, oh we worship you, Yahweh. I've tried so hard to see it. It took me so long to believe it. That you choose someone like me to carry your victory. Perfection could never earn it. You give what we don't deserve. And you take the broken things, raise them to glory. You are my champion. Giants fall when you stand undefeated. Every battle you won, I am who you say I am. Crown me with confidence. 
seated in the heavenly place undefeated with the one who has conquered it all. Yeah. Now I can finally see it. You're teaching me how to receive it. So let all the striving cease. This is my victory. You are my champion. And giants fall when you stand undefeated. Every battle you've won. I am who you say. on he's conquered it all victory is mine victory is yours oh Jesus is king when I lift my voice and shout every wall comes crashing down I have the authority Jesus has given me when I open up my mouth miracles start breaking out I have the authority Come on, Jesus Jesus has given me when I lift my voice when I lift my voice and shout Every wall come crashing down. I have the authority that Jesus has given me. When I open up my mouth, miracles start breaking out. I have the authority. I am 
heavenly place undefeated by the power of your name i am seated in the heavenly place undefeated with the one who has conquered it all yeah hallelujah thank you jesus thank you jesus Oh, we bless you, Lord. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you, Lord. Miracle signs and one be released, be released, be released, be released, be released. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, lift your hands. Come on. Oh, 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 oh. As the Spirit was moving over the water, Spirit, come move over us. Come rest on us. Come rest on us. As the Spirit was moving over the water, Spirit, come move over us. Come rest. Come rest on us. Come rest on us. Come down. Spirit, when you move, you make my heart pound. When you fill the room, you're here and I know you're moving. I'm here and I know you'll fill me. Come down. Spirit, when you move, you make my heart pound. When you fill the room, you're here and I know you're moving. I'm here and I know you'll fill me. Come on, if you need him to fill you today, you're at the right place at the right time. Yeah. Here we go. And as the Spirit was moving over the water, Spirit, come move over us. Come rest on us, come rest on us, as the Spirit was moving over the water, Spirit come move over us, come rest on us, come rest on us, as the Spirit was moving over the water, Spirit come move over us.
Like the book of Acts, we're safe, fire fall, wind falls blow, rest on us. Fire and wind, come and do it again, open up the gates, let heaven on in. Come rest on us, come rest come on, on Say it one more time, fire and wind, come and do it again, open appreciate the part of this song that says fire and wind come and do it again which by default explains he's already done it and he wants to do it again are you ready for him to do it again because he's already ready his posture is already ready he's just waiting for us to turn and see him and say God come rest here and don't just rest here live here inhabit here move it all in from the kitchen sink to the pet bed i don't know to the 20 things of toilet paper that we hoard sometimes during crisis move it all in don't just rest live here this is a house for you we are a house for you our temple is an inhabitational place for you inhabitational that was a big word are you ready because he's ready he wants to do it again and again and again and again and again and again and again. So we're, we don't even have to, um, like uh, Pastor Kerry talked about, we don't have to struggle for what it is he wants to do. It's just life. It's an everyday, regular, regular, schmegular thing. Amen? <laughs> so uh, go ahead and find your seats this morning. As you do, we're going to get ready to give do you believe that giving is is an extension of your worship because it most definitely definitely is and last week i um we talked about just the practicality of that it takes time and people and resources to do all of this and more importantly what we do beyond these walls because that's the most important part 
If we don't have resources and we don't have people and we don't have time and we don't make the sacrifice to go out there and change lives, then what are we doing? We're just congregating. This is just a meeting. If we are not branching out beyond these walls and changing the world around us, then this is just a Sunday morning constitutional. And we have so much more purpose than that. So this morning, I want you to ask God, how do you want me to sow into my purpose here at the gathering place? And I want you to take it a step further and ask God to bring to your mind someone who might not be able to give. And you give on their behalf. Pay it forward. This is so much more important than the Starbucks line where you can buy somebody's coffee. This is so much more important than lunch when you can pay for the meal behind you. Pay it forward in here for someone in your life. Ask God to bring them to your heart and to your mind who might not have the resources to give. And just pay it forward for them and watch God change not only their situation, but your situation as well. Amen? If you need an offering envelope, you can raise your hands and uh, Brother Scott will so faithfully get you one of those. Anybody else need an envelope? We're going to uh, bless the offering and then I'm going to ask you to bring your gifts to the Lord. And on your way here and back, I want you to stop and say hi to someone this morning. Talk to someone you may not normally talk to. That's exciting. <laughs> I think I, if you talk to everybody, then stop and talk to everybody. Do you? And I know uh, Pastor Jeff's going to hit you with a real good offering song this morning. <laughs> Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for our time here with you this morning during praise and worship. And we thank you for the opportunity, dare I say, the privilege and the honor and the extreme responsibility you have bestowed upon our lives to give into the kingdom and the house of God. We don't take it lightly and we don't do it frivolously or out of begrudgement or obligation. We do it out of honor and the privilege to be able to be a part of the work that's going on around here and the work that reaches on out beyond these four walls bless every giver here this morning bless the people who couldn't give god change their situation you see the heart and you see the desire and i talked about that last offering take that five dollars and turn it into five thousand dollars just miraculously change their situations god because you see and you know the heart and i know there are some hearts that would give bigger than their means right now if they could so meet them where they are, Jesus. We praise you and we thank you. Bless this offering above and beyond our expectations in ways that only you can. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys for giving. God bless you. You guys can come at this time. fighting voices in my mind that say I'm not enough mm -hmm. 
every single lie that tells me I will never measure up. It's more than just the sum of every high and every low. Remind me once again just who I am because I need to know. Because you say I am loved when I can't feel a thing. And you say I am headstrong when I think I am weak. And you say I am held when I am falling short. And when I don't belong, oh, you say I am yours. And I believe, oh, I believe what you say of me. I believe the only thing that matters now is everything you think of me. Aren't you glad? In you I find my worth, in you I find my identity. Oh, cause you say I am loved when I can't feel a thing. And you say I am strong when I think I am weak. And you say I am held when I am falling short. And when I don't belong, oh, you say I am yours. And I believe, oh, I believe what you say of me. And now I'm laying it at your feet. You'll have every failure, God. You'll have every victory. Ooh, oh, cause you say I loved when I can't feel a thing. And you say, when I think I am weak And you say I am held When I am falling short And when I don't belong Oh, you say I am yours And I believe Oh, I believe What you say Come on, give the Lord a praise.
Aren't you glad he's given you identity? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'm thankful for the Father's identity. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. If this is your first time to TGP, welcome. We're so glad that you're here. And believe God has a word for you. Amen? Believe that God is in a good mood and wants to bless you. And say say he's in a good mood. Come on, say he's in a good mood and wants to bless me. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God is a good God. He's a faithful God. And he's moving here today. If you need healing in your body, you might as well just receive it because it's already paid for. And if you need a financial miracle, it's already been paid for. So just receive it. God's going to work it to your advantage. Amen? Amen. We're so glad to have Dr. Jude with us today. And um, and uh, thank you so much for coming back to Southeast Texas and to the gathering place. And we're so honored to have you. We're going to take a moment, and I want to pray for um, just prayer requests that are coming in from Facebook and from emails and that type of thing. And uh, I know some of some things that are going on. If you have a prayer need, would you just lift your hand this morning? And we're going to pray real quick. Father, you see the hands that are here today. I take authority over sickness and disease right now in the name of Jesus. I say you're powerless. You have no power. Sickness, disease, you have no power. And we release the power of God right now into every situation and every circumstance. I say, devil, back up. Get under our feet. You're not, you're not over us. You're under us. And we apply the blood of Jesus right now to every situation that's represented in this room. And I thank you for miracles. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And we're in, and everybody in agreement says, Amen. It's finished. It's done. I want to tell our family, those that are our church family, the last time I was with Tudor Bismarck, Tudor told me uh, that we's moving us into a, a, a miracle status. So anytime we have a moment in the service where we have to flow in that miracle anointing, we have to stop and flow in it so that God sees that we're not, I don't want to say practicing, but we're, we're, we're open to flow in miracles. Amen. When was the last time you saw someone blind eyes open when was the last time you said you saw you heard uh, an ear pop and they, a deaf person could hear again when was the last time you saw someone dead in a gurney then came back to life come on this is the hour of miracles signs and wonders God, God, the bible says that if you believe in me then these signs shall follow you we are walking portals of God's power, and it's time the church begins to use the power that we have. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm done with sickness. I'm done with disease. I'm done with poverty. I'm done with, I'm done with it. It's been it's finished. And now as we, we decree a thing, and we see it established. 
We don't, we don't wait for it. We decree it and it's established. Period. That's the kind of faith you got to have. That whatever it takes, that tenacity, that hell may be breaking loose all around me, but I smell like heaven. Amen. Come on, lift your hands one more time. Father, I thank you for miracles this morning taking place all over this room, all over the Facebook land. Father, release your power. Release your glory. Release your power and your glory in this place. Breakthrough is ours. Health is ours. Richness is ours. Hallelujah. We thank you for it today. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want... Um, let's look at the screens. Good morning and welcome to The Gathering Place. My name's Alexis. Today is Sunday, October 3rd, and these are your morning announcements. If this is your first time joining us today, we would like to say welcome, and we are so glad that you're here. To learn more about our church, text the word CONNECT to 409-230-0103. We would love the opportunity to connect with you. Make sure to join us tonight at 6 p.m. for our second half of Revival Sunday. Our special guest pastor is Dr. Judy Laird. Hallelujah Night is October 31st from 4 to 6 p.m. If you'd like to participate, there is a sign-up sheet in the back by the Welcome Center, and we will have a serve team meeting this Wednesday, October 6th at 6 p.m. before service. That is all I have for you guys this week. I hope you have a wonderful week, and make sure to stay connected with us throughout the week online at www.tgp.church and on Facebook and Instagram at TGP Mid County. Yeah, everybody say hallelujah night. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. Okay, so hallelujah night is coming October the 31st, okay? That is um, the last Sunday of October. It's from 4 to 6. It will be here on church grounds. We are going to have a bouncy house, a petting zoo, a DJ, a food truck, games and prizes and tons of candy. Um, this is not a fundraiser, okay? I want to be clear about that. This is an opportunity for us to give back to our community. And um, we offer the um, antidote to the world around us, amen? So we are in it, but we are not of it. Uh, and this is our opportunity to make good on that. So um, if you want to be a part of that in any way, shape, or form, even if you're not sure, well, Sarah, I don't know what I could do. We will find you something to do. And let me just also say, maybe you can't even be on the premises. If you'd like to be a sponsor, okay, it's going to take every person in this building to make that event happen. So if you have any questions or there's something particular in mind you want to do or give, whatever the case may be, you come see me and we will work it out. Amen. 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 We're going to have a meeting October the 6th. That's this coming Wednesday at 6 o'clock before service to discuss all of the hallelujah night things everybody say all the things, all the things. so i appreciate your help with that um it takes a village and we need our village Amen. for this event all hands on deck thank you thank you sarah thank you so much uh pastor jeff angie good morning everybody good to have you all here today how was y'all's weekend Pretty good? Great. Well, Angie and I have has made some decisions in our life, and uh, we want to share with y'all what's coming up. So let's watch the screen.
So sometime in May, we'll have another member of the church. So um, we had our first um, appointment last week, and the lady that was in there said our, our due date is on our wedding anniversary. So won't happen yeah she said it probably won't happen and the other lady said she'll give us a hundred bucks that if it does i said pay up <laughs> it's gonna happen what's ten percent of a hundred dollars i'm kidding <laughs> congratulations you guys we could not be more thrilled right Please make sure you join us after service. We're going to have some celebratory cupcakes, pink or blue, whichever team you are, pick your cupcake, okay? And if you're team one of each, then you get two cupcakes, amen? Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Amen, 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 amen. We're excited, amen? We're just excited for Jeff and Angie, and amen. It's going to be good times. And so uh, it is what it is, but hallelujah. It's birthing season. I'm going to be an uncle. And not a dog uncle, a human uncle. <laughs> Amen. Let's all stand this morning. So honored to have Dr. Judy back with us. Man, it's been a while, you know, and um, COVID happened and a whole bunch of stuff happened. And I'm glad she's back, aren't you? Let's welcome Dr. Judy Laird back to the gathering place in Southeast Texas. You <laughs> Isn't this an amazing family? You know, it's, I'm not just talking about the Ortiz. I'm talking about that there is a gathering of covenant brothers and sisters. You know, God never intended any of us to do life alone. And uh, uh, Jeff doesn't know this, but I'm going to confirm what's happening with the prophetic word that I'm going to be speaking. A milestone is being made in the Ortiz family. Come on, somebody. And I just, I just want to submit to the leadership of this church. And if you just stretch your hand toward me for a moment. Father God, I just come before you, Lord, and I just thank you for your presence that we feel. I felt the presence of God in every song. I feel the presence of unity, which is so unique. I feel the presence of love, because love covers a multitude of sin, and love never fails. I thank you to be a part of this family, because part of one of the milestones in my life was, yes, I've been coming to this area for years, but when I was invited to this church. So I just ask you, Lord, that let me decrease. Say, let her decrease, Jesus. But Holy Spirit, I ask for you to increase in me, and may the words that come out of my mouth be edifying and building you up, because it's about lifting up the name of Jesus. And it's a now or never time for the church throughout this nation. So in Jesus' name, we say, let your will be done. Let your kingdom come in every earthen vessel, 
in this building. In Jesus' name, we plead the blood. We honor the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, and your word, God. And we honor each other in Jesus' name. Give somebody a high five and you can be seated. You know, is it okay if I just obey the Holy Spirit? Um, I didn't know that this was going to happen, but as most of you know, my passion uh, is for families. And I was one of nine. I was the middle bad child. But I, you know, am now the good child. <laughs> but today while I was sitting on this, just just came to me about family and, and families that uh, need to be encouraged and strengthened. And I've had the privilege of knowing I want the Libres to raise their hand. Sharon must have gone to the restroom. Come on, Henry. And uh, I've had the privilege of, of, of being in covenant with them. And so I asked the boys to come this morning, not knowing I was going to do this. I want to know how many mothers and how many grandmothers are praying for their children. Aiden, you and Abel, come on down real quick. Come on down. Come stand with Mama Red. Come on. Come on. You can do this. Give him an uh, applaud. <laughs> He's shy. I, I want to tell you your story so I can give people hope. All Before COVID, I started prophesying to young children like this, and it happened. They happened to be the first. I promise you, I didn't know I was going to say this this morning. But I love to, to do visuals. I love to hang out with kids. That's why they all call me Mama Red or Honey. And I had these two little boys with me, and I just fell in love with them. But more importantly, God used me to prophesy to their gifts, their talents, and their destiny. And so I want to give you a visual. Maybe Aiden will come on down, huh? He's shy. That's okay. I was shy too. I wouldn't even get up on a platform because I'd be afraid I was going to throw up or have to run to the bathroom. You'll get over the shyness when, yeah. This, these two boys are so gifted in the arts, in technology, and they have the privilege and the honor of living with their grandmother and their grandfather. And you know what? Sometimes... It's like we have these quantum appointments. I promise you, I did not know I was going to say this. I'm already prophesying over that grand, uh, I was going to say granddaughter, but I'm going to say grandchild. <laughs> but listen to me, y'all. It was no accident that Carrie Job came out with the song, The Blessing. I don't know how many times you've sung it, but I've got five grandkids that I'm singing over. And I actually have seven because I don't, I don't say my others are stepchildren. They're my grandchildren. And so I want to use uh, the word that I spoke because I said this generation, the millennials are going to surpass. I'll be 71. The millennials are going to surpass anything we've ever done. You talk about the supernatural and the power that's going to come forth. But this younger generation will be multi-gifted and multi-talented for the kingdom of God. And I saw a gavel come down. Do you remember that? I saw a gavel come down, and then he told me 
about one of the dreams that he had for his life. What was it? Um, Welcome to I, the ministry. <laughs> okay. So I went to, I really wanted to be a judge and a preacher. Um, and one night I had a dream about being a judge. And I saw my future self and I was like, well, okay. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was really cool. And so I get with him and this is what I see. Every child and grandchild you have, you are to awaken destiny. And there will be young men and young women I see the arts, I see singing, I see writing. And what are the chances? I had no idea. In fact, his grandmother, his nana almost fainted. But there was the gavel. And I thank God for that quantum appointment as it continues to grow. So how many of you have grandchildren or children that you have a dream for? Come on. Don't you believe they can, God can do it for their grandkids or their children? The gavel's coming down. He's, he's, we're using him to prophesy to your family. Come on, say, yes, Lord, yes. I love you. And your shy brother reminds me of me. Come on, give him a hand. The two services are going to be a little bit different than what probably a lot of your services are, but the Spirit of God will move, I promise you. And right now, right now, the most important thing about life is having a heart, Proverbs 4.23, out of the heart springs the issues of life. I was just uh, opened and led a conference in uh, Galveston, and it was, it was about we don't compete, we complete each other. You've heard me say over and over again, God never intended for anybody to do life alone. And that's why the body of Christ has got to deal with their issues because where God is taking us. There is a mighty supernatural revival that is going. I will never give up on the visitation I had 17 years ago in Galveston where the Navy SEALs came up out of the water and freaked me out at 3 a.m. in the morning. I'd come outside, what is it, St. Louis or whatever that hotel is, and the Holy Spirit said, I want to speak to you, and he took me out on the rocks. And I said, okay, God, here I am. And I closed my eyes, and these Navy SEALs came up out of the water, I thought. And immediately I thought of war and bombing and crazy stuff. And I said, oh, God. And I closed my eyes, and he said, Judy, these are not Navy SEALs as they appear to be. This is a host, a regiment of Michael's fighting angels pushing back the darkness on in America. You know what? We're still waiting on prophecies to be fulfilled, but I believe the now is coming to this prophecy. What are the chances of me ending up with a Navy SEAL that I did not know, and he's the pastor of the church that I just spoke over? The Navy SEALs, if you, how many know Dutch Sheets? You need to read Tim Sheets' book on the angels. He mentions Navy SEALs. Gabriel comes with good news. Many of you, if you would get still and quiet and zip it, I just made some hats with zip it on it. 
He's speaking, but are you listening? He is directing our paths. The steps of a good man. I want you to keep in mind the word path. The steps of a good man are ordained of the Lord. You see, we have to be intentional. We have to have discipline. Those uh, decrees that I spoke have been speaking since March the 9th, 2020. I'm still speaking them over y'all. Well, I don't know you, Dr. Judy. Well, great, because I'm saying to my family, to my friends, and to the friends, the people that you're going to bring into my life. So I've been praying regardless of who you are. I believe in the power of a decree. And we've all been through some challenges. But can I give you some scriptures to stand on that I can prophesy to you that there is a milestone in the making? What are the chances for this man and his precious wife to get up here and announce a birth? Do you realize what a milestone is? It's heading down the road. And I believe it's a generational blessing to this family. So I'm going to read something to you, and then we're going to look at a few scriptures. And the first scripture, let's go ahead and look at that scripture, Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, which is one of my favorite. To everything there is a season, a time for every key verse, time for every purpose under the heaven. And so I want you to realize he's alpha, he's omega, he's the beginning, he's the end. He can stop time and he can accelerate time. And we've all felt like we've been in a holding pattern because we haven't seen uh, uh, things take place. We've seen things take place that we never dreamed would take place. Not to minimize anybody's loss of loved ones. It's been a very challenging time. I get it. They thought I had cancer. They thought I had COVID three times. All kind of crazy things begin to happen. I have a son and a daughter-in-law in Baton Rouge. They had COVID and pneumonia. I live by faith. No conferences, no speaking engagements. But God will supply our every need. And we have got to listen to me i'm 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 speaking to the choir we have got to have more conversations of the god's positive words than we have negative words come out of our mouth because that's why i wrote the the did the cap the zip it because this is the thing yes the real i'm not a fake it till you make it girl ask pastor john ask pastor jeff i believe in the reality of god's word but what i've learned at 70 soon to be 71 everybody has a perspective and so when they ask me questions about, well, what do you think about the this and the that and the this and the this and Washington, New York? You know what I say? Let's see what the perspective of God's word has to say. And can I tell you, we don't have time to play church. And did he not say in the last days, if we're not in the last days, we're never going to be in the last days. He would outpour his spirit upon all flesh. His sons and his daughters would prophesy. Let me tell you something. I believe blinded eyes are going to open. I believe men and women with integrity are going to carry a glory within them, the presence of God. You see, aren't we supposed to be the light of the world? 
Aren't we supposed to disperse darkness instead of embrace darkness? We can't be moved any longer by what we see or what we hear unless it lines up with the word of God. And so during all this, the one thing everybody knows that knows me here, I could strike up a conversation with a telephone pole, and if I couldn't, I could be with Sharon and Sharon Wood, okay? Just kidding, I love you. But but it's, <laughs> that's because you're part of the tribe of the women. Seriously, listen. Loneliness to me is the most cruel spirit on planet Earth. But that's why it doesn't matter who walks out of your life. He said he'd never leave you. And sometimes we've got to come to the end of ourselves to embrace the reality of God's word and believe it. I have learned that getting quiet and zipping my mouth, the quieter I get, the more I have the ability to embrace him, which empowers me with all the dimensions of God's love. He's speaking, but are you listening? This is a Kairos time. This is a defining moment in all of our lives. Whether you're a pastor, whether you're a business person, whether you're a political uh, figure, no matter who it is or what you've called to do, I'm telling you, there is a breakthrough in the making if you do it God's way. So, as most of you know, I have two sons that are, are pastors, and one was in San Francisco, and due to not, he looked at 120 buildings in four months. And they couldn't find another one. And because of everything that's taken place, a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people left and, and have moved, this, that, and the other. And thank God in the beginning of him being there three years ago, one of his passions was to connect pastors together. Because in San Francisco, they didn't do that. And so he met a lot of pastors. And so at the time, God spoke to him to move to Tennessee. And everybody thought, Pastor Jason, are you crazy? Why are you going to Tennessee? He was offered multiple, multiple positions that could have enticed him, but he had to hold on to what God was telling him to do. I'm speaking to somebody right now. It's a now or never time for you to do what God's called you to do. It's a now or never time for Judy to do what God's called her to do. He never calls a man or a woman to a task to fail but only succeed. But you've got to do it God's way with a pure heart. And so the Lord spoke to me to move to the Nashville area with my son and his family. A lot of people thought I was nuts. But I had to do what was in my heart. But when I moved there, a week before I moved there, as I'm doing my decrees and praying in the morning, all of a sudden I heard the craziest word. And saw a cargo train. I had no clue. I walked back in. This is why I'm telling you, you've got to get still. Because he's speaking and he's going to give you instructions for yourself and for your family. I walked out of the room and thought, i got to get me some coffee. Because I must have a free brain freeze or something. And when I walked past, I had this big board. Y'all's names were on it. A prayer board. The Labrie's name was on it. The church, the gathering was on it. But there was a picture of my son, and it was with his 
wife and his three children. He was standing on top of a hill. But behind him was the San Francisco Bay. And I stopped for a moment, John. And I said, oh, my God, it just he, he's moving forward. The next day, a man, it could have been an angel. I know y'all think that's wacky quacky, but I don't. A man I did not know came to a garage sale and walked in, and he saw all these red rooster things because my father, he was redheaded. They called him the red rooster. He said, wow, uh, what is, and he said, I'll be right back. I had no clue. He leaves. He comes back. He brings me a cross with a red rooster painted on it. And then I had a couple of paintings from Italy. And he, and he said, what about, he said, I'm an artist. I said, I'm so sorry. I said, they're already sold. He said, I'll be right back. As God be my witness, I wish I could travel with it on a plane, but it's too big. He walked in and handed me a painted picture of a cargo train. Oh, it gets deeper. Watch this. I move. On August the 25th, I'm sitting in my room in a place outside of Franklin called Thompson Station. Never heard of it before, but that's where I'm living now. And all of a sudden, I heard these words, milestone. I'm getting ready to give you scripture to stand on. And when I heard this word milestone, I had written by it, I need you, Lord. And he said, I want you to look up the definition of a milestone. A mi the definition of milestones, an action or an event making a significant change or stage in development. I said, okay. I thought this was to Jason. It's to the body of Christ. Sometimes the Lord will give you a word, and then it is more is developed, and the more you can confirm it in scriptures, it will be corporately. Here's the word of the Lord. You cannot see it now, but a significant milestone is taking place and in your life in this season to impact many. In other words, you, other words, family, other words, community, other words, church, other words, this nation. A significant milestone in this season. Did I not say for every activity under the heavens there's a season? Watch this. It's being built in your life in this season to impact many in the advancement of the kingdom of God. Life's journey, surrender, lay it all down and pushing it through. During a milestone, there will be periods of deeper learning. There will be mastery, other words, development in high levels. Does not the word of God said he'll give us creative ideas and witty inventions? Get ready. It's surrender. Lord, I just don't want to move to Tennessee. I've had all these other things that have offered to me. Move. Surrender. Sacrifice. Development. You've got to be brave. Watch this. Put up Joshua 4. There will be winds of transition, but they have to be without complaint. Okay, watch this. 
And it came to pass when all the people had completely crossed over the Jordan that the Lord spoke to Joshua saying, take for yourself 12 men from the people, one man for every tribe. Isn't it amazing all the way back there, going through the things that they were going through, God began to bring people together. And command them saying, Take for yourself 12 stones from here, out of the midst of Jordan, from the place where the priest's feet stood firm. And you shall carry them over with you and leave them in the lodging place where you lodge, lodge tonight. Next verse. Ready? I think it's 6 through 9. It goes on, and that this may be a sign among you, hold on, guys, when your children ask in time to come, saying, what do these stones mean to you? Is not the generational blessing? Did I not just give you an illustration from a young man that a grandfather and a grandmother had been praying and praying and praying and praying? You see, a lot of times when we go through stuff, we think it's a setback. It is. It's a setback to be set up for the breakthrough that's going to change your entire life. And so as I begin to study this, I thought, Lord, I was baptized in Jordan in 2004. But when you look at the definition of Gilgal, and you look at stones, guess what? Wow. The 12 tribe, the stones that were built at Gilgal, it was very significant. It was a milestone. It's a, it's, it, a milestone is a place where we can stand and say, look, God did it for them. He can do it for us. The Lord spoke to me because I have a daughter that's involved with corporate America. The Lord spoke to me that if we will keep our hearts pure, once again, Proverbs 4.23, out of the heart springs the issues of life. The conference that I just did, I came in with excess baggage. But I pulled all the trash out. And I gave my heart to the surrender. Do you know that some of you, some of us, are going to return to our first love? Why does he say that? Because of the need of the hour. You want to move forward with a breakthrough? It's going to start right here, right now, with a prophetic word that requires a response. The next uh, uh, scripture I want to share where there was another milestone, go ahead and pull it on down to um, Kings. How many of you would like a double portion be here tonight it's not the work of judy laird it's the work of the holy spirit but there was a mighty milestone that took place in a young man that would not give up and there's gilgal again and it came to pass when the lord was about to take up elijah into heaven by the whirlwind that elijah went with elijah from i don't know where the other word went to from and it, okay let's see from gilgal okay got it yeah 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 
The, then Elijah said to Elijah, stay here. Please, for the Lord has sent me on to Bethel. But Elijah said, no. Quitting is not an option right now, guys. He said right here, but Elijah said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Elijah had doubled for his trouble. He had a part of the team of the prophets telling him all kind of stuff. Let me tell you, you have got to realize the voice of the Lord is more, more powerful because there's three things God cannot do. He cannot lie, he cannot fail, and he's never late. And I'm telling you, I'm here today to prophesy to you that you are on the cutting edge of a milestone of moving forward in biblical history. In the days of Roman, the Roman Empire, they were the first ones. They created the, the milestones like we have out here that tell us how many miles or, or exit or whatever. I thought about what a GPS is. God provides service from his throne in the middle of some hard places. Amen. And I want you to know that just like, I want to give you a few people that had milestones. How could a man that waited for years and years and years and years for a son named Abraham, Abraham and then he's told, go to offer up Isaac. What do you think he was thinking going up that mountain? What do you think? Can you imagine the doubt? Come on. Has anybody had some doubt? over what's going to happen with your destiny or where you're going to be. Come on, be real. Throw up your hand and let me see it because we've all been there, but we can't be moved by what we see, what we hear, only what we believe. And that's why we've got to have the Word of God engrafted. I call it a tattooed in my heart. Yeah, I believe in tattoos. Tattoo the Word of God on me. Have you ever thought, you know, everybody, like I said, I've learned. I told John, John, don't be like me. I've had to learn that everybody has a perspective. Sometimes they have a different belief. Sometimes we can agree to disagree, but our heart has to be willing. Maybe God's putting you in somebody's life and, and you're thinking, no, I'm going to blast this. I'm going to say, no, sometimes zip it and go to the secret place and pray for that person. I've done more. I'll be saved 44 years, October 17th. And in these last uh, almost two years now, I've prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And I will never waver because I have found being in his presence and getting quiet. He is directing my path as I move forward. He told Elijah what to do. He told, he promised Abraham. And look what happened. Is that not a milestone of writing the biblical? Have you ever thought about Esther? Everybody says, oh, wow, you know, Esther was a queen. You have no idea about the real biblical history. Esther, can you imagine this? All right, every woman, get ready to raise your hand. Every woman in here. When you grew up, did you not have this amazing dream that you were going to marry your prince and fall in love and live happily ever after? Guess what? It didn't happen for Esther. God had a different plan. What did he plan? Okay. Her parents die. She's over in a foreign country. She's over in a place where they practice nothing but idolatry, and that is not the way she was raised. Everybody thinks that when they, she went through the preparation to go before the king, that it's like going to the four seasons. Hit the delete button of your brain. I've been to Israel. I studied at length what she went through. And it was not easy. 
It wasn't going in and getting a, a, a hot stone massage. I promise you, I need one, Sharon. We got to do that. It was completely different. But guess what? Listen to Mordecai. What if everyone in you in here, and remember, I'm not about the size of the crowd. I've spoken to 5,000, and I've spoken to two. It doesn't matter to me. I'm not a crowd. It, it's just I want to be obedient. But what if you received a word? Remember, seasons and timing. But She was born for such a time as this. Can you believe that the gathering church has been called by God? Oh, but Dr. Judy, we're small. It don't matter. It's all about the heart. Why does God say one will put 1,000 to flight, two will put 10,000 to flight? It's about the heart coming together in unity, and I know that this man of God has a heart and a passion, and I know he probably thinks I'm just bragging on him too much, but I love him and I know him. I don't just know him by saying, hey, John, and give me a hug. I know him by the Spirit. Am I saying he's perfect? No. Ain't nobody perfect but Jesus, but I know that he strives to be like Jesus and this is where all of us are to see what's going to happen can I prophesy to you and tell you not only is there a milestone in the making God wants to use you to change this nation corporate America I'm telling you God I'm ministering to a lot of business people and I even told Henry here a while back I said I'm telling you something there is something that you're going to do that's going to make an impact in this nation I'm telling you there's there are multiple businesses that are coming out of these two guys i got to thinking maybe i need to open a shop in nashville i'm telling you there's things that are happening why because corporate america can only be changed by god as our source with kingdom authority and kingdom blessings of the finances because guess what those with pure hearts they will stand in the gap for those and teach those the way you know that's why sometimes we need new lessons I am not a technology person. I am not an administrator. Ask anybody. I like to comp whole states at my conferences. But I've got to realize that I've got to have the proper alignment to advance together. Everybody thinks when they read about Paul, they forget about how he was when he was Saul. How did Paul get to a place? In Ephesians 3, he was, he was speaking at the church. It's one of my favorite scriptures in the Passion where he talks about the dimensions of God's love. And I'm thinking, I've been preaching for years. What do you mean dimensions? Love never fails. Love covers a multitude of sin. He said, no, 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 no. That's not what I... He said, somebody that's maybe lost a loved one, Judy, needs to be empowered with love that will heal the brokenhearted. Somebody that's, that's got a son that's incarcerated, they need to be, in, there's another dimension. It's not, even though we know love is love, there's dimensions of God's love. And everything that Paul went, Saul went through, Paul used. I don't believe he was ever probably loved until they closed his eyes and he couldn't see. In other words, like during COVID, Judy Laird had to get quiet on her couch. And even though that house was empty, it was full of him. 
He wants to fool your house and your heart and empower you to face the challenges that we're facing. I want you to think, how did Paul go before King Agrippa? They thought he was crazy. I think myself happy. Uh-uh. Why? Because a merry heart doeth good like medicine. The joy of the Lord is our strength. I wish I could record every one of you, especially um, all of you, <laughs> laughing. Because it's proven just like when we pray in the Holy Spirit, it builds up our most holy faith. But guess what laughter does? The joy of the Lord is our strength. Well, what can I laugh about? Find something funny. Because there's a solution for the pollution in laughter. I'm going to give you two more characters very quick. Everybody, whether you are a father-in-law, a father, whether you are a mother or a mother-in-law, can I tell you something? Everybody zeroes in on Ruth, but they don't understand why she said what she did or why Naomi said, don't come with me. I don't have anything. Ruth came from a very affluent family with lots of money that's why Naomi and her sons and her husband went to be able to do trade but you see what happened because that mother-in-law was willing to live a godly life in front of her it was a milestone for Ruth and that's why she said nothing will separate us nothing will separate us family is significant right now when you put something above family there's only one thing that's above family and that is your relationship with God can you imagine Mary never maybe growing up thinking oh wow I'm gonna have my Prince Charming one day I'm gonna fall in love with this she was giving birth to a baby but the conception came from a completely different way than what she imagined. And there were probably times that she fought. People are talking about me. People are, 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 I'm sure they think that, you know, God had his way. And I'm here to tell you, spiritually this evening I will be speaking about a double portion because you're going to get double for your trouble. And he's going to, he's been working behind the scenes. And just like a milestone, the Romans invented this road. And they put stones there. That's why we have direction today. Was not our GPS a milestone, you know, for, for us that travel? What did I do before my GPS? pull on the side of the road and try to find the right map. And I don't read maps good, but I can hear that GPS. That was a milestone. What, what if during COVID we had not had technology to the degree that we have experienced it for virtual calls? It was a milestone in the development of technology. What would we do during this time if people didn't have kind and generous hearts 
Some of them gave up their homes, their houses, because there were some that lost everything in floods. How many of you in here would say, if you are a business owner, raise your hand? Because let me tell you something. With your heart, because he told me today, and I'm not saying all of you are perfect, but he told me today there would be innocent hearts of integrity that needed encouragement in the business arena. And that God, you stay on the right path because where it's not where you are right now in your business it's not where you've been it's where you're going and you will be a sinner because a leader can't take you someplace they've never been what if you've lost your job can i give you a perfect illustration my daughter worked for the third richest man in the world world and did marketing in sports events all over but when COVID hit lost her job nothing but recently one of the major 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 tech companies the ceo which i don't want to say because this might be recorded called her and told her my daughter never met these people she has an appointment with six executives one hour at a time they're creating a position for her. I'm here to tell you God is creating a position for you if you've lost. You've got to be hooked up with the right people. I'm telling you, there's an advancement. Did I not say what a milestone was? That there would be an advancement. In other words, just like back in the Roman day when they made that path, I don't know if thousands and thousands of miles and is still there today that was the first development of a, a a message of miles where to go how to get there and i'm here to tell you i'm prophesying to you that he's putting you on the right path i apologize i'll bring the mile the stones tomorrow i have some stones for every one of you not stones to throw a path to follow whether it be spiritual, whether it be physical. I have a friend, we would not waver, lost all of her blood, and Sharon met her yesterday. And I'm here to tell you, she had COVID, but she had liver problems, and the enemy did not want her to live. And you know what she told me? She said, Judy, when I was at the hospital, I had supernatural visitation I never dreamed. Yeah, but Dr. Judy, but what about the ones that are no longer with us? They are cheering us on from the boardroom of heaven. And they are saying, go. Do we miss them? Yes. But God will give you the wisdom to deal with the, with the spirit of grief. God will give you the right things to say, the right things to do, because I'm telling you, this is a season of a milestone of good in your life. Do you agree? One more. Please, please, make sure your heart is right. 
Because if you get in the book of Revelations, you find out our hearts have got to be right. And what I've discovered in my life, the greater passion, it's not about being on a platform. It's not about being with the who's who and the zoo. It's not a, my passion must be for him. Because if I don't have passion for him, I will not have compassion for others. If you feel like someone needs to go to the keys, if you feel like you're wanting, not man, but his word and his hand to begin to shape your heart in a heart of purity, in a heart of humility, in a heart of grace from him that you can release grace to others. If you need that peace that passes all understanding instead of anxiety and speaking things that should not be spoken and you want God to speak the things he wants you to hear, I want you to stand to your feet. If you have a dream and you want that dream fulfilled and be honest. You've gotten to the place. It's never going to happen. It will never happen. And those words keep trying to get you to entertain those thoughts. You know the song, The Dream Maker? He's the dream creator. But for that dream to come to pass, if he's going to equip you to carry out a dream that will impact people's lives as an ambassador for the kingdom of God, a representative, that heart cannot hold on to offense. Two days before I came here, I honored somebody. I honored my two sons on Facebook. And I got a crazy message from somebody. And I kept, I'm so glad I was with a good covenant sister because I could have said some things that were not nice. But because I was accountable, now I'm laughing instead of crying. See, we all face challenges. Greater the call. And every one of us have a call of God on our life. How are we going to lead somebody to the Lord when we got an attitude? What if we miss that one person that was called to be like a Reinhard Bunky? And all it took, it wasn't a crowd, it was somebody going up to a, a man and saying, you have such a powerful call on your life, I can see it. But we never do it. Is that destiny going to be awakened in that uh, amazing evangelist that changes the world? We've got to realize it's now or never in every one of our lives in the making of a milestone. And in closing, I want to give you hope, and then I'm going to ask you to come down here because this is a perfect time. To pray. But can I prophesy something to you? 
one of my favorite scriptures by Paul. Paul was infused with God's dimensions of love and he spoke it to the Ephesus church. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all of this. He will achieve, even in a season of COVID, even in a season when our nation is falling apart. The saddest thing is prayers that are never prayed because you don't have the faith to believe them. Well, listen, never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all of this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. I cannot tell you how many times I've read this for me. And you may be saying, well, yeah, but really? That's for the Ephesus church. Wrong. Verse 21. Now we offer up to God. Get ready to praise him. Now we offer up to God all the glorious praise that rises from every church, the gathering in every generation right now through Jesus Christ and all that will yet be manifest through time and eternity. In other words, this is the time. This is the season. This is the time that you are going to, there's going to be a milestone. Remember everything that's bad. I don't minimize your pain or your heartbreak or whatever, but it's time to let it go because you cannot be dictated by your past. That's why he says, look up unto the hills. Come on. That's why he says, press. That's why he says, we'll soar like eagles. But to have all the strength and the power and the faith to believe his word we've got to give him in our heart and say lord anything that's in me that's not of you i ask it to decrease heal me deliver me save me i want to be a disciple i want to be fit to, to change corporate america and finance i want to be fit to change the church that's so divided i want to do what you call me to do and that is be just like you if this has touched you in any kind of way I want you to come down because it's going to be between you and him not me and you come on down come on down humble yourself and come on down you'd be surprised at people that never want to come down to the altar but I'm saying come 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 if you want to feel his love, if you want to feel his power, if you want to feel his grace, I'm telling you to come and allow not me, but him breathe on you. Let the breath of God breathe a fresh fragrance of his power, of his love, of his grace. Whatever it is you may need, come on, just lift your hands and let's begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. I see the hand of God wiping tears from some of your faces. You will not weep anymore. Your heart, your heart, your heart, your family depends on your heart right now. Get it together. 
Whether it takes five minutes, whether it takes an hour, whatever it takes, Lord, I lay it at your feet right now. Come on, lay it at his feet. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Do you not see that the Lord is here for you? Do you not see and know that greater is he that's in you? That's why you got to let the baggage go. Doubt, unbelief. Lord, infuse them with your faith and your love and your power that they will dream, that they will walk in integrity, that they will love their family no matter what, that they will see you move the hand of God. Come on, come on, come on, lift your voice. Come on, lift your voice. Come on. There are surveillance angels in this place giving us strength to run the race. We've been called to this place. Open your door of your heart for more grace. He says, I'm here with you. I'm opening the door that you can come through. The desires and the dreams of your heart. He says, you pledge your love to me, but I pledge my love to you. Come on, come on, come on. Milestone moments right now. Milestone moments right now. Well, we release a milestone moment right now to each person standing right here. Come on, lift up your voice. Come on, lift up your voice. It's the closing of one chapter and a new beginning. A milestone moment.
Receive this morning. All the elders cast crowns before the Lamb of God and sing, You're worthy of it all. You're worthy of it all. Into you are all things you deserve, you deserve the glory. Come on, all the saints and all the saints and angels, they bow before your throne. Before the land of God, come on, let's sing it. You're worthy of it all. You deserve the glory. This is a reset moment for many of you. Whoa. Well, we receive. We receive. We receive clarity. We receive strategy. We receive it. Oh. Day and night, night and day, let worship arise. Day and night, night and day. Let worship arise Day and night, night and day Let worship arise Day and night, night and day Let worship arise Day and night, night and day Let worship arise 
your voice let's sing together for from you are all things and you you are all things you deserve the glory come on one more time you're worthy of it all raise both hands come on have you told him he's worthy for from you are all things and to you are all things you deserve the glory please try to come tonight i'm going to be releasing the double portion i want to explain to you how that happens in the word of god because when your heart is surrendered like today, you are ready for the empowerment that can only come from Him. The gifts of the Holy Spirit, in particularly the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and discernment will be released tonight as well as prophecy. You must be here. For the assignment that's over this apostle. Because this will, the gathering will also embrace the ability to be a training center. To equip, whether it's in the financial arena, the political arena, or the spiritual arena. Are you ready for the breakthrough and the milestone to be established? Are you ready for your faith to skyrocket? Yes. Are you ready to believe what God said about you 
and to you above all else. It requires, when you're not walking in the fullness of, of, the, of the capacity of what God's called you to do, he never calls to qualified. He qualifies the call. And when your heart is pure, you discover what God's word. I just spoke into this precious woman's life over here, and I told her, I said, you don't see it, but you outshine the stars. And I said, and while I'm on that, God's thoughts about you outnumber the grains of sand on a seashore. Have you ever counteracted bad thoughts of the enemy or of a person? Counteracted it with the thoughts that God has for you? Be here tonight and bring someone that needs a healing because he told me the healing anointing will be present but it's going to come because we're going to come together in one that's right be here please amen amen i want you to return to your seats i want to get an offering prepared for dr judy this morning thank you guys for being here with us today absolutely thank you guys grab an offering we're going to sow here in just a moment You can make your Amen. You can make your checks out to Dr. Judy or just to make up to Judy Laird and everything will go to Judy in this offering. So make sure you do that. If we can get some offering receptacles up here, please. Those that can do that, thank you so much. I'll give you just a few moments to prepare your love offering for Dr. Judy. I want to thank uh, Henry and Sharon for being here this morning. It's so good to see you both. God bless you guys. We go way back. Amen. They remember us when I was skinny. Amen. And I was little too, yeah. And so, thank y'all for being here. Um, Carolyn and Mark, it's good to have you guys as well. God bless you. Good to have you. Amen, amen, amen. So tonight starts at 6. We're going to lay hands on everybody. We're going to speak prophetic words tonight. We're going to flow in the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen? And remember that there will be cupcakes in the back. You're going to choose what team you're on. Amen. I'm on team both. Hallelujah. So I'm going to get two cupcakes. Amen. And so, hey, the funny thing is, is that I've already started buying baby clothes. I've got male clothes and girl clothes. So it is what it is. So I will need them both. And so, amen. Let's stand. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for allowing us to go a little later than we normally do. Oh, you're good. You're good. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we thank you so much for this voice that you've brought into our home, into our lives. Father, we bless Dr. Judy. We bless her family. We bless her ministry. Father, we thank you for the blessing upon each person to give this morning. Father, we thank you for those that aren't able to give. Father, we just ask you that you multiply this in Jesus' name. Amen. You can bring your gifts to the front. There's a receptacle in the back. Just make sure we remove our offering out of the out of that box, please. And uh, there's also a bucket there Brother Carl has. You can drop your offering in there for Dr. Judy. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you tonight at 545 for prayer, and service begins at 6. Have a great day in the Lord.